as China planned to destroy or employ America. While the two-party political system argue about what China will do, they continue to dominate our markets and supply lines. Why would they destroy their best customer? In the parlance of business, they don't want to destroy, they are wanting to employ us. They are halfway there using the supply line to employ every conceivable product that Americans can't live without. Walmart is employed by China for sure, 90% or their clothing have a made-in-China tag, also electronics, household supplies, cooking equipment, TVs, computers, etc. What about Walgreens? Every prescription drug is coming from China on Chinese container ships no less. What about Amazon? 75% of the biggest distributor for China comes over the seas, plus as landed not loaded shipping costs, 10,000 to 18,000 Chinese produced containers per 5,400 Chinese cargo ships, generating $3,000 per container up to $30,000 for PPE to fight the pandemic. What about food supplies and street drugs? Wholesalers and retail Chinese customers. Walmart, Amazon, Home Depot, Restaurant Depot, U.S. Foods, Cisco, Food Service Companies, United Natural Foods, such as tilapia, cod, apple juice, mushrooms, garlic, chicken, rice, black pepper, salt, green peas, beverages, etc. Why would they destroy us when they are employing us? Does that concern our politicians? No, they are saber-rattling for justifying a $800 billion defense budget, most of which China steals, with its Trojan horse planted into our government and universities. Home Depot, on the other hand, is making a foray into China's booming markets with the purchase of a Chinese chain of 12 home improvement stores that modeled itself on its giant American counterpart. In 2020, U.S. imported $3.8 billion food products and a total imported $450.4 billion year from China, while U.S. exported a total $164.9 billion. Creating a trade deficit of $310.3 billion per year, China is UAS largest supplier of goods imported in 2020. Largest import categories were machinery, $97 billion, toys, and sports equipment, $26 billion, and furniture, and bedding, $21 billion, miscellaneous textiles. Direct foreign investment by U.S. hegemon and mutual funds and independent traders in Chinese stock market totaled $123.9 billion in 2020. While China's foreign direct investment in USA is $38 billion in 2020. Led by wholesale trade, manufacturing and information services. While franchises such as McDonald's, Starbucks, Subway, etc. flourishing with total sales of $20.8 billion. It appears that China is already employing millions of Americans in the supply line production and distribution of Chinese-produced, American technology originated, and stolen by the Chinese Trojan horse. Estimated 750,000 workers in America work to support the supply line businesses with, and for the Chinese GDP. Imported by goods exported, and 283,000 supported by services exports. It appears that we have a partnership with China's 748 million workers, and their standard of living that isn't cheap child labor anymore. They have a social security system, that is their regulated, and accrued according to generally accepted accounting principles, GAAP. More than 50% of that workforce are over 50 years of age and will create labor costs to support the aging Chinese worker. As a result, a Chinese Council for Change is assigned with the task of converting the Chinese budgetary system to gap accounting, putting them way ahead of America's cookbook system of cash-in and cash-out accounting. Why would they destroy their best customer and business partner? In the parlance of business, they don't want to destroy, they are wanting to employ us by an iron-hand leader. Yes, it's China capitalism, 
and the Chinese dream of overtaking America in trade currency and stock market to become number one in the world, where they are divided by religious zealots, a shrinking real estate economy, congestion, and oligarchs that are vying for control of their economic relationship with America and the Americas. If my analysis is correct, where does this leave the new world order with China and its coalition with Russia, Iran, North Korea, Cuba, Venezuela, South Africa, India, and the South Seas communist countries? According to the Big Curve Analytics, in the next decade China's curve will sit on top of the world, and USA on a downwind slide into a best second place. How can America keep its superiority? The old supply line superiority must be rebuilt, and democracy rekindled in America using a third-party swing vote Congress pulling all economic and social problems solved by free market enterprise not Marx or Mao tactics practiced by the red and blue factions that now exist. For an analysis of my visions on keeping America great read my American Enterprise Party trilogy, China's endgame 10-year plan, Chinese capitalism and Chinese dream of a one-world government in Beijing, as the wolf warrior end game strategy. China the proponent of, and follower of a CCP version of the Communist Manifesto, is our major opponent. That has an offensive plan to weaponize the Western Hemisphere cartels with drugs, and immigrants flowing through open borders, and fleeing the violent world of trafficking of human beings pursuing America's wealth, and prosperity. While Americans are led to believe we are safe, and sound because of our Department of Defense that isn't defending our sovereignty, our military is being led by those who say we need the help to pick our crops and have babies to replenish our declining birth rate and aging population. They theorize that we need to have a balance of brown and black citizens to dilute what our weak woke leaders call white supremacy. It is their plan to have an America's Union of Central, South America, Mexico, Canada reporting to Washington, D.C., one-party government, a progressive solution to the poverty around the world, a new world order of oligarchs, and propaganda machinery surveilling the descendants. A monarch as the leader with illegals being given amnesty so they can vote for the one-party rule. China doesn't need a hot war as they win the trade war dilute our human resources with fear tactics called pandemics. To fight this hot war on our values and democracy we need an offense, not just a woke defense department. Currently, we are losing our way with weak leaders who profess power is in wealth and control of the media. Much like Russia during the George Orwell's depiction in his books 1984, and Animal Farm. Following is their game plan reported in Volume 1 and 2 of my trilogy The American Enterprise Manifesto. What is the CCP comprehensive plan to be the world's leader? According to Chairman Xi Jinping we want to defeat USA by influencing their world dominance in the UN, WHO, WTO, NATO, World Monetary Fund, Olympic Committee, and World Economic Development. To accomplish this, he supports the eight-step plan. 1. Steal USA technology, and improve on it then sell it back to us. And control shipping, and distribution pass on as landed, not as loaded costs. 2. Expand territory in South China Sea, Africa, South America. Take bake Taiwan, Hong Kong, and Northern China. 3. Build global economic influence through trade agreements. Primarily, to control the U.S. hegemon consumer markets, and their positive imbalance of trade. 4. Influence worldwide institutions with their monetary resources. UN, WTO, WHO, Export Bank, International Monetary Fund. 5. Influence USA elections and leadership with hacking and propaganda. To do this CCP plans to conduct political warfare on the USA by financially supporting identity political candidates, critical race theory, climate change, university trust funds, investment in USA treasuries, and collaboration with USA enemies. The new axis of evil, China, 
USSR, Iran, Venezuela, Cuba, and other communist emerging countries, are the Trojan horse allowed in by open borders. 6. Flood America through open borders, with synthetic fentanyl, heroin, Percocet, cocaine, marijuana, meth, laced with LSD, with illegal immigrants legalized prescription drugs Xanax, Adderall, Oxycodone, and other addictive drugs, that support the cartels with prescription drug supplies, then promote amnesty for illegal immigrants, to fight racism in America. 7. China is signed onto the Paris Accord all the while only moving towards compliance, as America is setting dates certain for compliance to zero emissions by 2050. All the while China produced almost 90% of solar cells by 2022 production of wind sector, and batteries as well. It also controls the supply chain for rare earth, manganese, cobalt that are required to produce all of the renewable ingredients for compliance. Making their investment in mines in Africa and Brazil. 8. Funding Mexican and Colombian cartels for use in penetrating America's open border policy as a backdoor to annihilation of America's will to fight back takeover of the new world order without a shot fired. Gangs in U.S. inner cities don't need more guns when they have control by the cartels providing inventories of illicit drug trafficking. Also, CCP, with its wolf warrior attack, if attacked, motto has its eye on taking Taiwan, Philippines and Hong Kong back into their fold, to take over semiconductor, computer chips, production, capital formation, and banking in the South Seas. This dilutes USA's influence, and puts our diplomacy strength in doubt according to the State Department. Examples of their implementation of this plan per recent events, the CCP will subvert the USA by backing Iran in its nuclear deal. China and Iran make a deal, Iran has a new benefactor, the CCP will buy Iranian oil and malfeasance to the Paris Accord, and USA sanctions on Iran's missile development. CCP has expanded their infrastructure investment in their economy, and according to news reports, assisting 20 other countries by investing in the world's other emerging economies. They have a line of credit tranche of $1 trillion capital, from the International Monetary Fund to invest in African and South American metals and oil. China now controls the electronics and semiconductor chips industry with its rare earth mining investments, and its plan to take over Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Company, TSMC, while the USA is funding over a billion dollars to have TSMC build a plant in Arizona. The winner of this battle must protect the sovereignty of Taiwan and Hong Kong through putting pressure on China's dependence on America's market and its ability to support the imbalanced supply lines now in place. Using their 4,500 container ships to take over the delivery of Chinese products for which they are priced as landed cost not loaded cost. Costing a merry $1.9 trillion shipping, import tariffs, and handling costs incurred by U.S. retailers stocking shelves and other consumer demands. Our trade agreements should turn the tables on the exporters having them incur shipping and distribution as landed costs not loaded costs. Then have our wholesalers and retailers charge the exporters a stocking and shelf space fee plus an advertising fee. Powerful hegemon key electronic semiconductor chip producers, rare earth mining companies and 5G telecommunication corporations related to national security must not be deployed outside the USA or our defecto MECCP will control our economic future. This becomes the basis of the new cold trade war that China is winning. CCP's and the People's Liberation Front pledge is to love the motherland, and the people are to study well, exercise well, and be ready to contribute all their strength to the cause of communism for the defeat of the USA. Why would they treat their best customer with such disrespect? Especially since Hunter Biden is their chief salesman for the Biden Incorporated VP and presidency. Maybe, this shadow friendship, will disappear when the laptop becomes evidence of selling privilege for political power and wealth. How can our Department of Defense a trade war? They can't. 
we need a Department of Defense that will take charge of the borders, energy resources, social media propaganda machinery, repeal Section 262, go after drug cartels in Mexico, Central America, South America, and Cuba, demand Russia exit Ukraine or else, demand that the UN, NATO and UE, hold Russia accountable for war crimes, clean up America's slums and streets of vagrancy, by transferring one-half the defense budget to funding an effective Department of Defense. Replace the New Deal with the Human New Deal for rebuilding our slums using financing from private hedge funds instead of Ukraine. Crime will be rooted out by having gang members take jobs in the neighborhoods to start small businesses that grow the economy, not destructive drug dealing, and prostitution, being commercialized by foreign cartels. Inventory the $4 trillion of weapons of destruction that we have stockpiled for 75 years so Americans know what has been wasted just to scare off aggressors, so we can reinvest as much in our infrastructure. In my books I propose we use the motto Keep America Great through building on our enterprising Americans, who make democracy work with patriotic and ethical skill to build and learn to earn from risk taken for the good of themselves and their country. This can be done by recognizing that Americanism marrying American capitalism and American socialism together in the great American enterprises using humanism as its creed will keep America great and safe from totalitarian control. My America, my country, tis of thee whose citizens want and fight for liberty and freedom to pursue opportunities in the greatest country in the world. While America implodes, China explodes into the worldwide leader of trade and governance. What is the definition of implosion? Implosion is when the object collapses upon itself, generally being crushed by an outside force, which I label America's financial and economic bubble that has been inflated beyond saving under the current two-party political system as imploding our future and leaving us chasing China for number one in the world for trade and cultural values. What is the definition of explosion? At the same time, I label China as the aggressor exerting explosion forces that radiate away from an inside source greater than outside force resistance, which then results in China being the preeminent leader of the world. Mr. Joe Dalio in his book The Changing World Order, subtitled When Nations Succeed and Fail, labels them as the big curves of empires, also called the cycles of nations, that have evolved over the last 2,000 years. He uses 18 determinants as algorithms to predict the evolution of the four biggest socio-economic curves in history, the Dutch, the British UK, America USA, and now China CCP that last approximately 300 years. America is in its 247 years in a negative yield curve based on its GDP decline, excessive debt, continuing annual deficits, a gridlock Congress, a failing two-party system with weak leadership, the most current biggest curves being the USA Constitutional of Democracy Doctrines and CCP Marxist and Communism Doctrines, vying for preeminence in trade, currency, land ownership, military power, economic return on investment, religious standards, and cultural mores. As America implodes having shifted wealth since World War II to its adversaries is at risk of losing the big curve battle that according to Dalio will happen in the next decade as USA slides down the trade, economic and currency big curve determinants, while CCP is advancing its dominance in these critical outcome analytics. It is predicted in the book May Evolution Be With You that I interpret to mean put your hedge fund money on China. It is my goal to save America. We are already great but to keep America great we need new management to run the biggest enterprise in the world. We can no longer isolate ourselves from the realities of incompetent fiscal mismanagement and no accountability for trade blunders, I fixed overhead with a $1.9 trillion annual government payroll, including the best benefit package ever. While our Chinese competitor has low to no government overhead with no gridlock or resistance from its workers who are glad to be well-fed and alive. The bottom line is who will control the value of the worldwide reference currency, military power, and balance of trade. 
both of which America is predicted by Dalio to lose. Since the Great Reset by Mao the Chinese leaders have established the Politburo structure with the China capitalism and China dream of displacing America's democracy with totalitarian government using wealth and military as its measurement. Underway is a counter-movement in China consisting of approximately 400 million of full-on gong religious members opting out of the Communist Party. Also, the society is experiencing corruption from its oligarch corporations that weakens their control of one leader. My proposal for solving the $800 billion annual negative trade imbalance is turning the tables on them. We cannot afford to be consumer table for the world. We need our leaders to be schooled in why small business enterprise beats big business and big government, big brother, and the brotherhood every time for new technology, profitability, profit sharing, work ethic, patriotic effort, and leaders in their communities. We have to turn the tables on the competition, those 30 countries that export more to us than we export to them, by reworking the cost of the 10,000 unit and 18,000 unit container ship capacity, costing $3,000 to $30,000 per container on the four. 500 ships owned by China shipping across two oceans to our 20 ports that get products to our end consumers. Also, the suppliers must absorb the cost of unloading and distribution of the products using their money to get the products to the wholesaler and retailer shelves. Then a marketing charge for displaying their products on our consumer market shelves. As Coca-Cola has to do with its products, obviously, it would be a cheaper if the consumer was close to the shipper not across two oceans. Why did non-businessmen sign trade agreements? Because politicians aren't qualified to conduct business with a law degree, PhD, nor are bureaucrats. What can we do at this stage to realign the table so our technology and ideas for healthcare, relationships, crime, religion, ghettos in our cities, outer space, and inner space protection of our grids, with secure borders and consensus voting? Endorse and vote for the very principles and policies being proposed in my The American Enterprise Party Trilogy. Volume 1 Why We Have to Do It? Volume 2 How to Do It? Volume 3 Who Will Do It? I quote from Charlie Reese's article regarding the gang of 535, 100 senators, 435 House members, 9 Supreme Court justices, and 1 president. If politicians cause problems with too many laws and regulations, too many taxes, too much debt, and spending, bad business decisions, and bankruptcy looming, why would we expect the two party system to fix it, when all the two parties do is blame the other party for its incompetence? Sounds like the McCoys and the Hatfields fighting over money and moonshine. The American Enterprise Party would represent the tiebreaker on all legislation, at all levels of governance. By exercising, using generally accepted accounting principles, a business plan for the annual trade, and spending budget for security of borders and voting systems, as the minimum guideline. This is to replace the contract with America as promised by the Republicans, and a socialist democratic giveaway program promised by the Democrats, 2023 World Economic Forum, WEF in Davos, EESG and stakeholder corporations The Great Economic Reset, Own Nothing and You Will Happy, Karl Marx and Zeitgeist Socialism, I Will Own Everything and I Will Be Happy Adolf Hitler. How can we be better if we're all the same, fat and unhappy? JLR, CEO and founder of the American Enterprise Swing Vote Party. Collectivists as the greater good, impedes the progress of fairness, and misinterpret the process of equalizing wealth not using equalitarian rules, entitlements, and taxes, equity laws, and regulations, but with a skill to build and laissez fair enterprise to earn equity, and feel equally happy, health, and prosperous. Alter humanism those who give more weight to the freedoms of convicts than to those fighting unfettered government. Example, January 6th clownish insurrection of V.P. Pence, 1776, Civil War, December 7th, 1941-91, and the destruction of Ukraine. 
transhumanism, altering natural genetic selection. In violation of evolution as the stepping stone to destroying choice, democracy should not alter natural evolution. Nanotechnology is RNA being the Adolphus Huxley's brave new world to create a new prefect human species. Nazi Germany leading to the Holocaust. Dehumanizing is where our socialization is based on self-medicating for unhappiness, insecurity, feeling of failure, fear of illness, loss of a lover, losing the nuclear family to divorce, drugs, financial problems, etc. We seem to have lost faith in positive living habits and feelings to harmful opinions of others on our social media application. Yes, religion is a source for restoring our faith in the fruits of labor, love and feelings for our country. Solutions are not easily found when we have a propaganda machine on our wrist. It's our main vehicle for personal relationships, not our family and friends. The current social mores and instruments of positive living are falling to legalize drugs, pornography, crime in our communities. A world of unrest, open borders, gridlocked politics, resulting in mass killings, racial differences, a stumbling justice system, foreign relations based on economics rather than principles of parity. Identity is more important than healthy relationships, with wealth being the criteria for successful lives. When all we want is humanism, true humanism is where enterprise merges monetary capital with human capital to form the American Union of Resources for the better world of freedom to choose opportunities for each individual to profit personally from their endeavors, learning value of work for a purpose based on learning to earn a skill to build producing secure surroundings in a safe neighborhood to bring happiness good health and prosperity to the good of the nuclear family, taking time to serve others, and follow the Ten Commandments of life. Here lies the equation of our individual wants, desires, and loving nature forming the greatest union, peace and goodwill to all men and women. In my five wonders of the world poetry books I attempt to put feelings back in our lives by reading positive reinforcement to bring civility, love, and peace to our lives. Love and family are the only way I can think of to pull us together into a stronger America, and a stronger economy where individuals are the focus not unions, parties, cliques, Facebook followers, TikTok quickies, Instagram porn, in a smaller and smaller world of troubled waters. 2.4 million divorces per year is now the standard arising from living together and cohabitating before marriage, pregnancy out of wedlock resulting in abortion being the dividing point for politicians. All of this is being legislated, for the greater good, in Indonesia with much consternation. A tragedy of frightening proportions, so I'm adding poems to my podcast to communicate my thoughts on how to fix American values and create a movement to destroy the forces of evil mind control for wealth control and use a positive mindful approach to humanism by restoring the patriotic work ethic with humanism. I call it learn to earn for a skill to build as human capitalists that created America the greatest ideology ever invented. So to keep America's great the economic reset is to have a swing vote third party bring a divided America back to the mainstream of independent voters to the forefront by being the swing vote for common sense governance. The American Enterprise Third Swing Vote Party is that solution, the brave new world order of ESG, stakeholders, genderism, monetics. Will IT be a more perfect nation of genomes altered to join the followers following the followers into promised happiness? Where the few make the rules and regulatory confinement called top-down dictation. Perfect babies, perfect lives of no risk and reward, just own nothing and be happy while the few control lives through destroying a love your wife and neighbor's culture with fear for self-preservation. For the Camelot promised by Biden, Sanders, Warren, Marx, Lenin, Manson, Stalin, Mao, Reverend Jones, the Davidians, Democrats, Republicans, progressives, and denied by George Orwell's chronicle of where tyranny starts and ends with a propaganda 
and a war machine, against the shadow enemy. Replaced with the love of Big Brother, and fear of the Brotherhood. Using surveillance systems, FB, Metaverse, Twitter, Instagram, Xbox, Zoom, TikTok, news media, for enforced behavior or else, fear of your neighbor, not love thy neighbor. Fear of your lover, who might turn you in for loving her, rather than Big Brother. Thus, America has outgrown democracy, into an autocracy run by 100 senators, 435 representatives, 9 Supreme Court justices, and the president. 535 attorneys, professors, bureaucrats and lobbyists who have divided America into the McCoys and Hatfields fighting each other, and dividing American citizens into factions, losing the great American enterprise to foreign suppliers of our consumers' necessities, for a $1 trillion loss per year in cash flow. It's not global trade that is the problem, it's how we gave away our ideas, borders, technology, and creative business practices to our now-aggressive competitors. Putting America on a giant teeter-totter, where the gridlocked red and blue parties are causing this imbalance, because they call America an institution not a business. When in reality, our enemies are funding their militaries, and drug trade to cause our economy to lurch into chaos. We are losing our credibility and wealth to China, Russia, Iran, Mexico, India, Central and South America, who are maneuvering a takeover of the world of currencies, and trade through power of the supply chain, world trade dot and export banking, world health organizations, the UN, and shipping cargo transoceanic distribution to shift profits away from the US. This has resulted in a current debt of $34 trillion, a long-term debt obligation of $184 trillion for Medicare, Medicaid, Obamacare and government pensions, totaling $218 trillion, $200,000 billion, that is growing at the rate of $250 billion per week per the debt clock www.usedebtclock.org. This is more than the worldwide GDP, so how can this ever be repaid? Without a bankruptcy, with haircuts for our creditors, and or dissolution of our country into a follower not the leader in finance and governance? With political parties and administrations, that are inflating the worldwide derivative bubble daily, with short and long-term debt, inflation of the cost of living in America, while providing a better standard of living for our competitors, particularly China, Mexican and Central American cartels, with a Federal Reserve Bank downgrading the value of the dollar around the world, by increasing interest rates, on an inverted yield curve for long-term U.S. Treasuries, causing the stock markets to become more volatile, and investors losing equity in their retirement 401k savings, homes, and securities. No worries, say our Secretary of Treasury Yellen, we could borrow more money by using a 100-year Treasury note, and push our inevitable crash into the next century when America's ship has left already, and has sunk in the two shining seas of trade. With a strategy that America can borrow its way out of any financial disaster, a giant American, wet dream. Or maybe it's the biggest Ponzi scheme, of all time by borrowing from the poor to pay the rich, or Peter to pay Paul, or Joe Robin Hood Biden's open borders, new trade entitlements, who are cartels from Central America, China, Russia, Africa, India, Great Britain, Canada, France, South Korea, Vietnam, Indonesia, etc., capitalizing on the USA drug trade and commercial imports, exceeding our exports. If you don't believe me, go to the debt clock or www.openbooks.org for the real world of politics running businesses. That's why 30 years ago I started writing about a third party being told it would never happen, now it's happening, due to the loss of credit standing of our USA borrowing to balance budgets. The Ponzi scheme thickens when the debt is added to the budget as cash received for paying current bills and not accruing future obligations. Even our number one competitor in the world of trade China, is converting their governmental accounting to GAAP, generally accepted accounting principles. For solutions to this Ponzi scheme used by the co-conspirator few, 
practicing the golden rule those with the gold shall rule with impunity and greed. While the many shall work for less and be kept hungry and fearful of wars, Orwell's 1984 for sure. To thwart this evolution with a revolution of voters, choosing a third-party swing vote to be the authority and not the majority in Congress, governance of state and local agencies, i.e. school boards, and our underlying institutions. That authority entity is the American Enterprise Swing Vote Party, presented in my American Enterprise Party Trilogy Volume 1, Why Do It, Volume 2, How to Do It, and Volume 3, Who Would Do It, all based on the safe fair enterprise, constitutional government, and a consensus Congress, Supreme Court and administration that functions for the people, by the people, the people. A brave new world of diversity, and humanism, replacing those who practice majority rules with the gold not with the authority of the greater good. Where capitalism and socialism are bedfellows in our enterprises. To serve the value of money, and the human capital that makes it work, with work based on learning to earn each person's share using risk, and reward formulas. The mark of true Americanism now practiced by every small business that create new technologies and efficient business practices in America the bountiful. And with a philosophy of keep America great, we as a nation can spread the wealth around the world with this method of peaceful coexistence between monetary capital and human capital replacing all other isms with Americanism. This takes a offense department, not more defense department spending on weapons of mass destruction that we sell to conspiring allies or competitors. Our offense should be a short and long-term quasi-reorganization plan, as presented in my Volume 2 of the American Enterprise Party Trilogy, carried out by a consensus Congress and a business-trained president to save America from foreclosure by China etc., on our physical and natural resources. Plus, the plan requires a reinvestment of 15% per year by hedge funds, mutual funds, millionaires and billionaires in short-term U.S. treasuries, to be held by those who have profited from their American and foreign businesses, and seem to be hedging on the side of China, then saving America from its slide into insolvency, then convert them to long-term after America has debt reduced to a debt limit of 75% of GDP, what is GAAP and GASP? Generally accepted accounting principles. Accepted by who? Are they laws or regulatory rules of engagement? What organizations are required to use then? Does that include governmental entities? To clarify following are the 10 GAAP principles. U.S. law and regulations require businesses, enterprises, and government entities, releasing financial statements to the public, and companies publicly traded on the stock exchanges, and indices to follow GAAP rules. GAAP incorporates the following 10 principles. 1. Principle of regularity. GAAP compliant accountants strictly adhere to established rules and regulations. 2. Principle of consistency. Consistent standards are applied, using accrual accounting principles, throughout the financial reporting process. 3. Principle of sincerity, GAAP, compliant accountants are committed to accuracy and impartiality. 4. Principle of permanence of methods, consistent, accrual accounting procedures are used in the preparation of all financial reports. 5. Principle of non-compensation, all aspects of organization's performance, whether positive or negative, are fully reported with no prospect of debt compensation. 6. Principle of prudence, speculation does not influence the reporting of financial data. 7. Principle of continuity. Asset valuations assume the organization's operations will continue. 8. Principle of periodicity. Reporting of revenues is divided by standard accounting periods, such as fiscal quarters or fiscal years. 9. Principle of materiality. Financial reports fully discloses the organization's monetary position. 10. Principle of utmost good faith. All involved parties are assumed to be acting honestly. Gap confidence makes the financial reporting process transparent and standardizes assumptions, terminology, definitions, and methods.
external parties can easily compare financial statements, issued by GAAP-compliant entities, and safely assume consistency, which allows for quick and accurate cross-enterprise comparisons. Because GAAP standards deliver transparency and continuity, they enable investors and stakeholders to make sound, evidence-based decisions. The consistency of GAAP compliance also allows enterprises to more easily evaluate strategic business options. GAAP consists of three parts, basic accrual accounting principles and guidelines, rules and standards issued by the Federal Accounting Standards Board, FSAB, and its predecessor, the Accounting Standards Board, ASB, generally accepted industry practices. The FOSB issues an officially endorsed regularly updated compendium of principles known as the FOSB Accounting Standards Codification. The compendium includes standards based on the best practices previously established by the APB, these organizations are rooted in historic regulations governing financial reporting practices, which the federal government implemented following the 1929 stock market crash that triggered the Great Depression. All organizations do not follow the GAAP model. Rather, particular businesses follow industry-specific best practices to reflect the nuances and complexities of different business areas. For example, banks operate using different accounting and financial reporting methods than those used by retail businesses. What about governmental accounting practices? The GSB Governmental Accounting Standards Board and FOSB standards are both sets of accounting standards used in USA to report financial accounting results. GASP applies to governments, which means the underlying principle is to ensure that government organizations properly conduct their accounting actions so they can provide accurate and reliable information to the U.S. public, which includes taxpayers, public officials, investors, and others who use financial reports. Effectively, GASP modified accrual methods must produce budget reports, not GAAP reports, thereby not on GAAP reporting principles nor accrual accounting and understating their financial condition and continuity. Sidebar, the author, as a CPA consultant to the state of Illinois, headed up a project to convert the state to the accrual basis of accounting in 1977 that was supported by Illinois Governor Walker. After the presentation by Mr. Rhodes, the governor decided that he wanted nothing to do with GAAP. When he realized the ramifications of reporting the state's finances on an accrual basis would show the state to be insolvent, he shelved the project. And to this day the state of Illinois doesn't report its financial disaster on the accrual basis of accounting. As a result Illinois is third to only California and New York in cooking the books and misleading the voters on the deficit spending financial condition of the republic. To correct the lack of use of GAAP, the state of California's new accounting standards for fiscal year 2019 to 2020 were converted to GAAP generally accepted accounting principles making accrual adjustments and updated, unaudited financial statements due November 3, 2020. The state's comptroller's office requires agencies to provide GAAP entries in order to eliminate commitments from their reserve for budgetary encumbrances. Such commitments are obligations to unperformed contracts that should not be encumbered. See examples of GAAP adjustments for governmental and fiduciary funds, page 12, GASP statements are modified to convert to the Comprehensive Annual Financial Report, CARF, to GAAP accrual standards of accounting and reporting. Now California's year-end financial reports information, CARF, using GAAP generally accepted accounting principles, are the basis of the 2020 GAAP manual, including reclassifying the budgetary or legal basis of reporting to GAAP accrual basis reporting. The requested information includes adjustment entries, supplemental financial statements, budget and actual cash flow, agency fund statement of financial changes in assets, and liabilities and capital assets, and gap basis surplus equity, or deficit debt and unfunded activities, balances. 
including interest on bonds or debt instruments, unfunded pensions, deferred tax revenues, unpaid taxes, vendor, and provider unpaid reimbursement statements. No other states, including Illinois, New York, and the federal government, have committed to using GAAP accounting as of yet. In business or government accrual accounting isn't just for what's right but what's left in the coffers at the end of judgment day in CPA circles this is called cooking the books or hiding the true mismanagement of the federal and state government's financial affairs. According to the www.usdebtclock.org this amounts to $158 trillion in unrecorded debt obligations for the USA and its republic.